Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Just like the uh, Dylan Roof, right, who went into a church and slaughtered nine churchgoers and every white person in America by this Black Lies movement, L-I-E-S, was, was indicted because of that. And other people came yeah. out and talked about discrimi slavery, discrimination, live and well in the United States. Well, well that's take. why I said if the shoe fits here, wear it. That was the voice of Milwaukee County Sheriff and Fox News regular David Clark, who, according to our own Chris Deaton, represents part of what might possibly be a new American authoritarian moment. Chris Deaton, would you take your jackboot off of my neck and tell me what you mean? Yeah, David Clark is an interesting guy uh, for a couple of reasons, and it all began with the gun stuff. He's become very popular with the gun lobby. It dates back a few years to an interview he did with Piers Morgan after he cut a PSA for a sheriff's department calling on citizens to take firearms training because we might not be able to be at your door when you call for an emergency, and his department was suffering cutbacks at the time. The mayor there, Tom Barrett, and Piers Morgan, obviously an anti-gun person, were really loud and proud about, you know, standing up for their anti-gun stances and calling Clark, you know, a nut about this. But Clark is a very serious, severe, sober, steady guy who is all about law and order and people taking care of themselves and communities coming together. And he has parlayed that into sort of a national figure where he's kind of become a little sympathetic to Trump just because it's a throw-the-bums-out type of attitude. He has his own pact now, and it takes on the likes of Nancy Pelosi and the likes of the liberal media, and you're really doing that— you know, bring the fists out. It's time to stand up for ourselves. Well, let me bring that, because what's interesting to me about David Clark is his confrontations with Black Lives Matter and really mm -hmm. insisting, it seems to me that there's something at least dangerous, if not illegitimate, about the Black Lives Matter's claims, making the case you've got to support law and order, which mm -hmm. some people of a libertarian bent might hear as you've got to support the government right. no matter what. Is that what David Clark represents, and is that where the Venn diagram of <laughs> Clark and Trump cross over? To a, to a certain extent, yeah, because with Trump, you see it with the borders. Um, you know, something that I wrote yesterday in the cheeky headline of law and border. You know, David Clark represents the legal aspect of it, the law enforcement aspect of it. Uh, he argues very much that there is no such thing, to your point about Black Lives Matter, there really is no such thing about these contentious relationships between inner city communities and law enforcement. They're actually pretty good. Go down to the streets, he says. Walk the beat. They appreciate us there. And when it comes to a person like Trump, he also wants that sort of security type of mentality where we have tight borders. It's a sense of community they both share. In Clark's case, he believes in a strong Milwaukee community. In Trump's case, it's a very nationalist community. And you kind of see how they overlap with that Venn diagram you were talking about. There. Yeah, I'm throwing around the phrase authoritarian for one reason, obviously, mm -hmm. to be provocative. I don't think we're in <laughs> an authoritarian moment tr truly. I mean, this is not you know uh, Weimar Germany, but... Bernie Sanders has a similar mm -hmm. view of economic dissenters, if mm -hmm. you will. You know, Trump doesn't want you moving your factory abroad to make more profits. Uh, Bernie doesn't want you, you know, to uh, to uh, maximize profits by violating his tenets of mm -hmm. what people should be paid and you know taking money from millionaires and billionaires. You did something wrong. You're a suspect right. class of person because you're a billionaire. And Trump says you're a suspect class because you're whatever Mexican. And <laughs> David Clark says you, if 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 you protest the police, if mm -hmm. you're challenging out how we do our job. You're a suspect class. I guess what I'm asking is, is this always going on in America and we just happen to have these particular politicians? Or <clears throat> is the appeal of Bernie and the appeal of Trump and the appeal of David Clark among Fox News viewers part of a 
piece that there are people who feel like things are a mess, they're out of order, and we need someone to make people be good. And if that means giving the billionaires a spanking right. and confiscating their property, or if that means, you know, whatever Trump means, <laughs> is, is that what's going on? Look, three things here. Number one, you're right that it might not be some sort of comprehensive authoritarian moment, but there's definitely an appeal to authority. And you can make a little bit of a, of, of a distinction there, but there is definitely some sort of appeal to authority. Number two, talking about have we ever had a real moment like this or even one recently, look back at the good old days of the relatively moderate Republican George H.W. Bush and the relatively moderate Democrat Bill Clinton. And we've had these last several years with the George W. Bush presidency and the Obama presidency. People have become more dissatisfied and disaffected from government just because of the way that it works. They see politicians who promise these. They react to Obamacare. They're not happy about it. They elect people who say they're going to repeal it. Those people I'm sorry, man. They lied to them. They can't repeal Obamacare when President Obama is the president. And they throw these people into power, and they don't get the job done. So they get angrier two years later, and angrier and angrier. So all of a sudden, you have this mass of voters who just want somebody to get into power who just says, away with all of this garbage. Let's throw all the bums out. Let's hit the reset button. So you have people who are the young voters who want their student debt forgiven. They're appealing to the Bernie Sanders crowd. You have the law and order type of people who love to cheer on David Clark at these types of conservative speeches. You have somebody like Donald Trump who appeals to those who say, man, I don't like these leaky borders. I don't like the fact that I haven't had a wage increase in five years. I don't like the fact that the company in my backyard is going to relocate their headquarters to Mexico. Let's vote for that guy. No matter how obstreperous they might be, how outspoken they might be, darn it, man, they're going to get things done. That's the perspective, and it's building. It's just been a bubbling moment, and you know, it's like dry ice inside of a inside of an empty two liter. Top the top blue, you know. And uh, it culminated in this conversation with Chris <laughs> Steeden here for the Weekly Standard Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.